Are you ready for the end of the world? This is Your Community Spirit, the show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. Let's bring back the circle again. The circle of friends, the circle of family, the circle of being. Wake up and be healthy and therefore wealthy to the peace and joy of Mother Earth. This is Your Community Spirit. And you're listening to 91.1 FM, Community Radio for Southern Illinois. You, some of you may actually be in the area newly, either for the first time ever or returning after a long summer away. So welcome back to anyone who may be returning, and welcome to anyone who's new. And welcome back to people who've been around all the time, like me. I spend a lot of time here in Southern Illinois because I live here. My name is Tree Song. And this is Your Community Spirit. If you would like to send us happenings to mention on our show, my email address is treesong at treesong.org. Our usual main host running the board here, or is often Solar Energy Land again. He, he does the whole renewable energy thing, and it's pretty exciting work, and sometimes it takes him far afield out into St. Louis or Cape Girardeau or further away places entirely. But he'll be back with us soon. In the meantime, we have some community happenings for you. And one of our big happenings that we mention pretty much every week is the Free Film Fridays over at the Big Muddy IMC. That's 214 North Washington in Carbondale. The Big Muddy Independent Media Center often has films on Friday that they show. And I actually, (laughs) this is probably entirely my fault, but I don't remember what we're showing this week. And I haven't been able to track it down with my investigative journalism skills. (laughs) But they do show a film pretty much every Friday, and it's at 7 p.m. at the Big Muddy IMC, 214 North Washington. They have, uh, they actually have air conditioning there, and they have nice, nice comfortable couches for the front row seats, so it's, it's usually a pretty fun time. And if you'd like more information about the IMC, you can visit their website, bigmuddyimc.org, which they're actually currently in the process of updating, but... As the new semester dawns, many exciting things are there to come at the IMC. other happenings this weekend. On Saturdays here in Carbondale, they have peace vigils every Saturday at noon at the Town Square Pavilion, which is on the corner of Route 13 and Illinois Avenue. 
there is a peace vigil for all who would like to uh, to share their thoughts about peace. They have pre-made signs for people, and people can also make their own. And that's sponsored by the Peace Coalition and other local groups. So that's every Saturday at noon, the Peace Vigil. And we actually have a lot of happenings today because people have sent us happenings. So our next happening is another regular happening here during uh, when the produce is in season. It's the Farmer's Market, the Carbondale Farmer's Market. It's over uh, just west of the Murdale Shopping Center on 13, and it's on Saturdays from 8 a.m. until noon. They've got all sorts of fresh local veggies and oftentimes local crafts from local craftspeople, and it's a pretty exciting time. You can get good deals on vegetables that didn't have to travel very far to get here, so not a lot of oil consumption involved in that. So once again, that's this coming Saturday from 8 to noon over at the center that's just a little bit west of the Murdale Shopping Center. We've still got a little bit of time for these last two, but I'll mention them this week anyway, because they're big happenings. The first is over 100 pairs of combat boots, representing U.S. soldiers from Illinois who have fallen in the Iraq War, and the Iraqi civilian casualties also memorialized. This is a war casualties exhibition that's coming to Carbondale. The American Friends Service Committee will honor U.S military who have fallen, and Iraqi civilians with its traveling exhibition, Eyes Wide Open, The Cost of War to Illinois. This will be on display at the Carbondale Town Square Pavilion for two days, starting on September 2nd, 2006. It focuses on the specific costs of war to the state of Illinois. The exhibit will include 104 pairs of boots that represent fallen servicemen and women from Illinois and a visual representation of the Iraqi civilian casualties. This exhibit is part of the AFSC's nationally touring Eyes Wide Open, the Human Costs of War Tour. So that's once again, that's on September 2nd, 2006, at the Town Square Pavilion in Carbondale.
And speaking of war and peace, we have one last community happening to mention. On Wednesday, September 6th, from 7.15 to 10 p.m., local religious and peace groups will sponsor a Community Peace Forum as a continuation of the dialogue on the Iraq War. There will be a showing of the movie of the moving Letter to the Prime Minister, Joe Wilding's Diary from Iraq. This film chronicles four separate visits to Iraq by a young British human rights activist. And this will begin the evening and will be followed by a video panel. Uh, no, the video will be followed by a panel, excuse me, <laughs> that will provide further analysis and answer questions. There will also be a brainstorming session that will focus on steps to bringing an end to the U.S. occupation of Iraq. This program is free and open to the public, and the public is cordially invited to attend. This is at the Carbondale Unitarian Fellowship, located at 105 North Parish Lane. And that's we'll have more on that as it approaches, but that's Wednesday, September 6th, Community Peace Forum. Those are our happenings for today, but we still have ahead for you some some exciting news of ecological and social nature. But um, first, we'll have a little musical interlude for you, and I picked this one out today because um, I've been thinking about TV a lot lately. I admit I do watch a bit of TV myself, but I often think about what exactly is going on with TV in our culture. So this is a song by Dana Lyons called TV God. It's... It's one of my favorites. Something else we do very well. Come on now! You're the next contestant! May not be Mr. Right, but he is Mr. Smooth. We my TV Everyone was nice and the smiles were so sparkly I watched what made them happy and I watched what made them cry I learned about toys and candy my mommy should buy And the TV God watches over me Opens up my eyes Shows me how to see All around the world every night and Teaches how to love, teaches what is real, tells what life is of, tells me how to feel. All I need to know, I can find and see on my TV. When I was a teenager and I knew just how to dress. I learned to use deodorant so I would always smell. I got myself a part-time job to buy the things I needed to have And the payments on my supercharged Camaro really aren't so bad 
And the TV god watches over me Opens up my eyes, shows me how to see All around the world, every night and day On my TV Teaches how to love, teaches what is real Tells what life is up, tells me how to feel All I need to know, I can find and see On my TV Everybody be careful, everybody be That was Dana Lyons, TV God. Well, he himself is presumably not a TV God, but that's the name of the song. <laughs> so now we have for you the news, filled with gloom and doom and hopefully a bit of humor as well. Especially with this first story, which I will pronounce very carefully, because it's about ice sheets. You know, melting ice sheets. And the story is called, Sheet Happens Faster. Greenland melting faster than five years ago, a study says. We hate to give you bad news without some good, so here it goes. The bad news from a study published this week in Science is that, by comparing satellite data data from 2002 to 2005 to earlier data, researchers have determined that Greenland's ice sheet is melting about three times faster than it was five years ago. To put it another way, About 57 cubic miles of ice melts there each year. That's enough to cause an annual 0.02-inch sea level rise. The good news, though, in time, Greenland may be less of a misnomer. (laughs) There, now don't you feel better. Meanwhile, the other side of the world is also going the way of the Wicked Witch. (laughs) According to recent research, between 2002 and 2005, at least 36 cubic miles of Antarctica ice will be melted annually, or was melted annually. Computer projections had suggested that warmer temperatures in the region would lead to greater precipitation, which would compensate for the melt. But another story, another study in this week's science, determined that in the past 50 years, there's been no real increase in Antarctica's precipitation. Ah, we've all really got to stop reading that rag. (laughs) Straight to the source... The Washington Post, 11th of August, 2006. So, ice is still melting. My wall. 
and in other news, do the hempty hemp. <laughs> hemp farming could be legalized in California. Farmers could legally grow industrial hemp under a bill approved by the state senate of, well, obviously California. <laughs> But isn't hemp like totally marijuana? Didn't Nancy Reagan warn us about this? No, no, says Republican state senator Tom McClintock. In the best analogy we've ever heard, hemp quote bears no more resemblance to marijuana than a poodle bears to a wolf. <laughs> the legislation would require that hemp be tested before harvesting to make sure that it only has a trace amount of THC, the intoxicant intoxicant in marijuana. Hemp growing is currently illegal in the U.S. for all kinds of logical reasons that we just can't think of right now. And the bill would attempt to skirt a federal crackdown by requiring farmers to sell only to California processors. Hemp can be used in clothing, cosmetics, food, paper, rope, jewelry, luggage, sports equipment, toys, food, and beyond. It's high in essential fatty acids, protein, B vitamins, and fiber. But we sacrifice all of that because of the dope thing. I guess it makes sense if you're high. <laughs> Straight to the source: San Francisco Chronicle, Associated Press, 17th of August 2006. I've often wondered if the formulators of the drug war policy were high, but that's another story. <laughs> More news from California. The few, the proud, the marine reserves. <laughs> California will create the nation's most ambitious marine protection program. California wildlife officials voted this week to create 15 distinct marine reserves from Half Moon Bay to Santa Barbara, making about 110 square miles of ocean off limits to most human activity, and giving another 94 square miles or so. Protection of varying degrees. Backers hope that the plan will receive, will provide important habitat protection for marine life, and give a kick in the fins to a lagging rockfish population. The proposal, an attempt to placate both environmentalists and fisher folk, took seven years to hash out, and of course, few are completely pleased with it. The anglers feel shut out of some prime fishing grounds. While some Greens argue that the protected area should be extended and include a ban on squid and salmon fishing, Wildlife Commissioner Bob Hattoy called the proposal quote, "a compromise of a compromise," saying, "We had a chance to be historic tonight, and all we were was adequate." Depressingly, the adequate proposal is the most ambitious marine conservation program in the nation. Straight to the source. San Francisco Chronicle, 16th of August, 2006. And in other news. The grass is always meaner on the other side. Genetically modified grass found in the wild. 
in what could be the first confirmed instance of a genetically modified plant growing outside a farm in the U.S., EPA ecologists have found an unapproved type of GM grass in the wild in central Oregon. The EPA said the creeping bent grass, ah, uh, could it sound more evil? <laughs> Being developed by Scott's miracle Grow and Monsanto to be resistant to the herbicide Roundup will probably not be an ecological threat, but it may provide fodder for critics who have worried that GM grass will pass herbicide resistance to its wild, weedy relatives. Meanwhile, similarly concerned green groups in Hawaii called for a moratorium on open-air tests of, quote, biofarmed crops, engineered to produce human proteins, pharmaceuticals, and ingredients for vaccines. Quote, to date, effective control programs have not been demonstrated to our satisfaction, said Jeffrey Barrick of the Food Products Association. Ah, if only Hitchcock were alive to make a movie about this stuff. Straight to the source, New York Times and the Washington Post, 16th of August, 2006. Looks like we have time for one more story. How's that Mars exploration going? A newsflash, as the world warms, the weather gets worse. As the globe warms, the risk of more frequent and severe forest fires, droughts, and floods rises. So says, well, the entire scientific community, forever. <laughs> but a new study in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences is being billed as the most comprehensive look yet at the effects of climate change. With data from 52 climate simulations, British researchers looked at a range of scenarios. A global average temperature rise of up to 3.6 degrees is inevitable, they say, and could cause Europe, Asia, Canada, Central America, and the Amazon to lose up to 30% of forest cover. A rise of 5.4 degrees or more would, well, really suck. It brings the deforestation probability up to 60% and could also cause the world's vegetation to switch from a net absorber of carbon dioxide to a net producer. The probability of ignorance in certain areas remains high under all scenarios. Oh boy. Straight to the source, The Guardian, 15th of August, 2006. So once again, this has been another fun and exciting your community spirit. Even if the news isn't always happy, at least we're staying informed and have the power to do something about it. If you'd like to send happenings or news our way, my name is Treesong, and you can email me at treesong at treesong.org. In the meantime, have a wonderful week, enjoy the warm weather, and remember, as Orr would say if he were here, the forest is cooler, so... 
get out in the woods and have some fun.